Greetings of peace, dear friends. Today is May the 13th. Welcome to prayer in this morning. Let us begin and strength to you wherever you are listening to, wherever you may find yourself listening to this this morning. Strength to you, peace to you. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The psalm for today is Psalm 67, verses 1 through 4. May God be merciful to us and bless us. Show us the light of his countenance and come to us. Let your ways be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For, your ju- for you judge the peoples with equity and guide all nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. A reading from St. Luke, the sixth chapter beginning at the 39th verse, and this is from the message translation of Scripture. Jesus quoted a proverb, Can a blind man guide a blind man? Wouldn't they both end up in the ditch? An apprentice doesn't lecture the master. The point is to be careful who you follow as your teacher. It's easy to see a smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly sneer on your own. Do you have the nerve to say, let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt? It's this I know better than you mentality again, playing a holier than thou part instead of just living your own part. Wipe that ugly sneer off your own face and you might be fit to offer a washcloth to your neighbor. You don't get wormy apples of a healthy tree nor good apples of a diseased tree. The health of the the apple tells the health of the tree. You must begin with your own life-giving lives. It's who you are, not what you say and do, that counts. (laughs) Your true being brims over into true words and deeds. Why are you so polite with me, always saying, yes, sir, and that's right, sir, but never doing a thing I tell you? These words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life 
homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundation words, words to build a life on. If you work the words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who dug deep and laid the foundation of his house on bedrock. When the river burst its banks and crashed against the house, nothing could shake it. It was built to last. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a dumb carpenter who built a house but skipped the foundation when the swollen river came crashing in. It collapsed like a house of cards. It was a total loss. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, the 13th, and that could be, I believe, the anniversary of Julian Obnarish's Extraordinary Visions can be celebrated either May the 8th or May the 13th. And this just comes in a script, the Roman numerals 5 and 10, So when one manuscript mentions May 8th and another May 13th, we can assume that less than precise penmanship on the part of some long-forgotten scribe means that today we are left with a mystery that cannot be solved. We simply don't know if Julian of Norwich and maybe that's not even her name, but that's what we call her, received the visions on the 8th or the 13th in the year 1373. What we do perhaps know, born during a tumultuous period of England's history, Julian witnessed tremendous suffering in her lifetime. At age 30, when she was seriously ill, Julian received the first of 16 visions that centered on the crucified Christ. She interpreted her visions to mean that God loves us unconditionally. Christ. She likened Christ to a mother who suffers when a child is hurt. Julian became an anchorite, voluntarily restricting herself to a tiny cell in the church building at Norwich. She lived the rest of her days in almost total isolation so that she could pray for the community and offer spiritual counsel. Her showings has been praised as being among the most important spiritual writings in the English language. Julian of Norwich prayed, God... Of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are enough for me. I may ask nothing less that is fully to your worship, and if I do ask anything less, ever shall I be in want. Only in you I have all. Prayers to you, prayers of strength, prayers of comfort, prayers of hope. Prayers of blessing, wherever you are listening to this. God, you are present in our joys and in our sorrows. Help us 
expect to live lives that mirror the suffering and joy of Christ our Savior. No disciple is above their master. Amen. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Stay safe, stay healthy, and may our divine creator bless you. <laughs>